SheQuest podcast is heart-opening dialogues for self-identify women on a SheQuest, a movement moving forward, striving to live aware, bold, and whole. Welcome. Hi, SheQuest. Welcome to SheQuest podcast guest series. I'm your host, Estelle Thompson. This series of podcast shows is titled Waking Our Voices, Self-Expression as Medicine. This month, we explore and dive deep in the world of self-expression. And for me, that means going beyond seeing our voices as just the words that come out of our mouths and seeing the big, full-spectrum picture. Seeing self-expression as one's own aliveness and personality, feelings, ideas, speech, body, and the arts. This month, you are in for a soulful treat as I bring in authors and singers to speak to us of the necessity of self-expression and creativity and the health benefits in bringing forth what's inside you out. My hope is this, that through our guests, this month, you start seeing that the necessity of self-expression and find new ways to communicate you. Today, today, ah, I'm so very thrilled to have what I really, I really consider her an emblem for our voices here um, as women. And I, so I have on the show Vanessa Lindsay Button on our show. And Vanessa is an accomplished, award-winning singer with a master level university studies in music. She's had the pleasure of working with incredible singing teachers with diverse styles and repertoires for over 20 years. She is the proud founder of You Gotta Sing Chorus, a non-edition community choir expanding from 19 members back in 2011 to a community of a thousand past and current members today. Vanessa is on a mission to nurture connection and community one song at a time. She believes that singing with our whole voice, our whole bodies, our whole self brings transformation and positive changes to our inner and outer world. And she says, this is my favorite part of her bio. <laughs> no matter what we've been told, your voice has value, your voice has inherent beauty, and your desire to sing by yourself or with others can connect you to your own wellspring of joy. Vanessa, hi. Oh, Estelle, hello. <laughs> I'm just so excited. Can you feel how excited I am? Yes, I can. And I, I, I welcome you and I feel so welcomed here and I equal your excitement. <laughs> so and so at SheQuest, we I always begin all my interviews, you know, since we're really, we strive to live aware and bold and whole, I have the ritual of asking my guests, what yeah. makes you feel alive today? So I'm asking you, what makes you feel alive? I love this question. And um, I feel this sense of aliveness in my body today and um, this excitement of being, of like, Sensing my body sort of from the inside out. Um, and uh, 
yeah, it's just joy through my breath and my, my body. I love that. I love that. And uh, <laughs> I think we're already like, you're speaking the same language as me. <laughs> um, before we dive deep, so I'm having you on. Um, I want to talk to a, talk about singing, self-expression as medicine. But I also want to talk about your mm-hmm. You Gotta Sing program or, you know, any other program you, you run. But I just want to tell you just something mm-hmm. personal. Um, I like we we haven't met that many times. Like I think we met. What do you know? Like we met a couple of times. Yes, we met at, at Jesse Harold's book launch. Yes, uh, Project Bond Love. That's right. Yeah. We met there, and then we most recently met at the Elizabeth Gilbert weekend. Elizabeth Gilbert was here in Halifax. Um, and you were just about to go on, remember? Like we had a dinner. Yes, we had dinner together. I know. Yeah. And then, but I want to tell you something because that whole weekend, like I was just so excited to see her. And she was just, you know, she was so incredible. And, um, you know, that Friday night and the whole Saturday. But I have to share with you, like you were, and I'm not just saying this because you're like on the on here and on, and we're having this conversation. But like you were my favorite part, and when we started to sing the Afiz, um, that beautiful line, like I wish I could show you when you are lonely or in darkness, the astonishing light of your own being, like. I had the most beautiful release. Like I, was, I just like realized how like so contained I I was, and like I do mantra work like almost every day, just like before or after my yoga practice or meditation, and um, mm. and I do mantras like in class and stuff. But it was so like the it was so beautiful. I just you brought out like something completely like I could feel it vibrating through me. And I was like, what's going on? Like, it was just like, and I said, I'm not sure if I ever, I didn't have the chance to tell it with you, but tell this to you, but it was just so beautiful. You truly, truly have a gift. So thank you so much. Oh, I'm so pleased. Oh my goodness. I love hearing that. It was amazing to receive your voices when I just stopped singing up there and I heard, I could feel the release. Like I could feel all of you. Um, it was a huge gift. So thank you for sharing that. That's yeah. And I have this vision of you. It's so beautiful. Like your arms, like wide open, like receiving mm-hmm. us. And it was like, oh, we could just like exhale there as we were singing. It was just so incredible. Beautiful. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I want yes so I want you I'd love if you could tell us about yourself and like your story with singing like professionally Mm -hmm. but personally as well and even just like where you grew up and um you know where you got where you are today because you didn't get on with the same on the same stage as Elizabeth Gilbert and like (laughs) you know it took a while so I'd love to hear all that I feel like my younger self, my little Vanessa, would have just been over the moon so excited to be on the stage with Elizabeth Gilbert and hugging her and sharing the same air with her um, because I just feel that kinship of joy. And as a kid, I spent a lot of time outdoors. I grew up in a in a log cabin with my family, and I just loved 
singing and dancing. I just, my whole body expressed joy through movement and through sing-songy um, sounds. And my first memory of music, like of realizing that music was a thing, was watching my sister press down the keys of the piano. And I was about eye level with the piano keys. And I just saw her press them down and heard these sounds and just was enamored. And I wanted to know more. Um, so I started with piano. But really, uh, I realized that there was this thing called singing when I was in elementary school. And, um, and our um, grade two class gathered every morning in a, like an open pod. And we sang every day. And... Um, I just loved it. And I love that feeling of we're all together singing. Um, and then I joined the elementary school choir. And um, my, my, the choir conductor was just so kind and funny. And I loved watching her move her, her hands to the music. Um, it just seems really magical to me. And, uh, and I loved, you know, those flip charts where they had the words of the songs and she would point out certain words and they just seemed to be filled with this emotion and energy to them. And I just felt like, oh my gosh, I belong right here. And so choir um, accompanied me all the way through school and um, was just that place of just joy and belonging. Um, and then I started taking formal voice lessons when I was about 16. And from there, I've worked with um, many teachers that started with a classical technique of singing in a really healthy way, um, learning how to use my instrument in a way that was efficient and made a beautiful sound. And I'm so grateful for all of that teaching. It opened up new doors in me. At the same time, there was this real focus on perfection, of course, right? There's performance and perfection that came with um, festivals and exams. And so I followed that course all the way through university. And then in my time of being at York University, where I was working in my master's, um, I combined um, my major, which was sociology, with music um, to be a, to, in a course called ethnomusicology. And that was studying music in a cultural context. So, so from there, I, um, I met and encountered um, kind of a marriage of this love of choir and freedom and singing with technique. And so how this came about was I was living in Roncesvalles Village in Toronto, and I entered my favorite cafe, and there was a poster on the wall that said um, an invitation to a women's singing circle. And I had never been to anything like that in my life, but I felt that, you know, that sound, that bell inside of like, you must go. And so I went and I met this most amazing um, teacher, Moon Joyce, and was part of a song circle for the very first time where songs were led without sheet music. Um, and all sounds were so encouraged, Estelle. There was no right or wrong. There was just our voices all together learning harmony and playing with different languages and um and even improvising like making up sounds in the moment and it just changed everything did you feel like you're a rebel 
Oh my gosh, I felt like, a, I felt like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to sing anymore. That's how I felt. And it felt a bit scary, like, to be honest, to go, oh, I've been crafting my voice, but I really, this is a whole new way of singing. Um, and so it felt like an edge to me, but it felt like an exciting edge. Like I was at the beginning of a precipice, right? And I asked um, through my master's, I then developed a course on um, voice and identity. And I asked Moon to be my teacher, my mentor. And so we developed this course together about vocal improvisation. And she just working with her, it helped integrate everything I learned with also, though, with this sense of freedom. And she asked me a question during the first session, which stopped me in my tracks. And she said, okay, so what would you like to sing? What song would you like to sing? And Estelle, I had nothing. I had no song. And here's somebody who'd been studying and singing and performing and exams and everything for years. And I was blank. And I, I was embarrassed, right? And, and, but I, and she was so gentle. And she said, well, let's sing happy birthday or whatever. But that moment was like a bell ringing for me of like, oh, I actually get to choose what I want to sing. And from there, um, the world again opened up because my, my whole interior life, it's like that started to bubble of like, oh, I really love Lorena McKinnon. Oh my goodness, I really love this music and I love this music. And it started to all be allowed rather than prescribed. So I just kept following it and following it. And it led me to Nova Scotia, eventually with my husband and my baby girl um, at the time. And we moved here um, kind of on a wing and a prayer because we, his family was out here and the music of, of the Maritimes just really called us out here. And from there, I started to um, direct choirs through um, church. I was music director at a church. Um, and then uh, I was teaching privately. And then, um, so sadly, my sister, who was my cousin, but we grew up together, she was killed really suddenly by a drunk driver. And, um, and I, I, it was such a, a shock. She was 34. I was 32 and a young mom. And I, it stopped me, you know, as, as it would. And I stopped singing for a period of time. And I just, the grief took, it just took right over. And, um, and from there, I was lost for, for a good while. And I knew that music was going to catch me, <laughs> but I just didn't know how. And um, I was obviously, you know, still teaching and gigging and doing what I could as a musician. And it was still beautiful, um, but I was lost. And so I met with a business coach um, and she sat down with me and I said, I told her my story. I said, this is who I am. This is where I'm at. And I, I just don't know how to go forward. And she said, Vanessa, when you talk about leading people in song, you just light right up. And she said, people need this and, it, and you need this. And from there, You Gotta Sing was born. And I'm crying here just telling the story because I'm so grateful that that avenue, that way forward came about. So I began You Gotta Sing as a workshop. I, I just sent out an invitation who would like to um, sing for the joy of it. So it was a group that was meant to 
be for people who maybe felt like they had been shut down or told not to sing or you know sent away from the choir or mouth the words you know all of those stories kept appearing to me in my life and i was so fired up to create a safe space where people could really just experience their own voices the way i had in toronto with moon and so it started as a workshop, and which I ran for nine weeks at a time for two years. And then it wanted to be like a community choir. And that started in 2011, and it just continues on to now. And um, it's it's like the, one of the biggest joys of my life. Uh, I can feel through the computer. You're just oh. for gifting me this beautiful story. There's so much there want to like explore with you I um I love that breaking point where your teacher asked you what you wanted to sing <laughs> um because at Chiquez it's like something we um you know it's kind of like we want to love our life but we don't know what we love you know it's like a huge issue we're like I really want to love my life and then you ask well what is it that you love and you're like oh like like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. And like, you're yeah. asking me, like, I have a right in this. I have a say in this, you know? So would you say like, that was like kind of your breaking point for you and like your like freedom of self-expression? That was say? an opening for sure. That, I think opening. what I have found is that there's these little openings along the way of like, Ooh, really? Oh, even me or, Oh, I get to, <laughs> you know? And, um, and I've experienced so much in my life that some things that I talk about openly and then there's other, you know, there's big traumas that happen that I um, that I kept to myself or just, you know, in therapy for a really, really long time. And another opening happened where, um, you know, a dear friend sat me down and said, tell me your story, you know, like you have today too. And, and I told her everything. I told her the deepest traumas that had happened in my life. And that was such a key because she heard me voice it out in the open. Um, and from there, I just, I realized that sense of permission that I can say in the, you know, in spaces where I, where I want to, I can say all, like I can say everything about me and it will be held in safety and love. And from there, there's this like, real sense of oh my god i get to like i get i have a right to my own sense of joy and well-being yeah authority like the word um authentic i was thinking about that word this morning which led me to authority like we have which i'm discovering more and more we have the authority over our own voices what we say what we sing um what we what gives us life what gives us joy and um and that's like being the author of our life <laughs> and of our song i'm taking down notes <laughs> i love <laughs> this authority i love authority i love i love authority mm -hmm. over over one's own voice and you know vanessa one of my big waking up moments and literally it's just been over the last month maybe like after summer I was like wait a minute like my story is my voice like owning my story it's like owning my voice because like I guess you know there's like this, it's kind of like cliche these days like 
like step into your voice or like step into your power. Like what the fuck does that mean really? Like, <laughs> and I, when, when I realized I was like, no, but like having a voice is just having a story to say and to tell. And like, I love that you said, like your friend was like, tell me your story because like, we're just kind of waiting to be witness and like, like who can I tell my story to? Does that make sense? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. And we get to choose and discern. And um, like for me, songs, you know, every song I choose is healing to me. Like every song I choose to sing myself now and every song I choose to lead with others and invite them into this beautiful, it's like a song is a room. I feel, you know, like we, we can enter and be in it together. And so songs that have words and poetry and sounds that to me are all about that. This is a safe space and this is a healing space and it's for everyone and no one's turned away that it's our birthright. So um, every song I'm so grateful for um, because it, it gives me practice. It gives me practice saying words that are good for me to sing and say. Um, and sometimes I might not even believe them. You know, like we have a song that I lead by Yvette Narlock that's, that's called I Am Worthy. And singing that song, I am worthy, I am worthy, I'm worthy of love. Um, singing it for myself has been healing and singing it with other women um, is so, so, so powerful. I Do you want to hear it? I feel like it wants to be sung. Can I sing it? Yes, please, please. <laughs> so it's, it sounds like this. Um, yeah, it sounds like this. I am worthy. I am worthy. I am worthy. I am Love. You did it again. <laughs> oh, oh, my beautiful friend. Oh, yeah. So beautiful. <sighs> yes. Mm. See, I know I knew I had to have you on. <laughs> oh. So powerful, you know, like I um and I love that you say like there's no right or wrong way to sing because like that's how mm -hmm. I approach painting and that's how I approach yoga and it's like the number of people that like don't even try because it needs they think it needs to be there's a right way or they need to add you or subtract something and I'm just I just love that and it's like just show up you know just like you're worthy of like I love in your bio it's like it's your birthright to sing yeah you know? yeah um and I I love that I feel like we're such kinship because like that we're teaching the same thing you just do it yeah. through songs and like I do it through <laughs> art and yoga I just it's so beautiful, Vanessa. Thank you so much. Yes, and oh my gosh, you know, thank you. And that breaking open, I feel it too. And it's such a gift. And it's all, you know, I feel it's all vibration, like painting and color and movement. 
and the movement of our voice and the movement of our being and our story, like exactly who we are in every moment is so enough. And it's just movement. Interrupting this incredibly heart-opening episode to let you know about my new yoga channel. If you're listening to this podcast as a SheQuest member, this feature is included with the Membership Sisterhood community. Yay! More than 10 yoga practices and curated yoga playlists for each class. Classes and programs are being uploaded on a monthly basis. If you aren't part of the membership and would like to try the yoga channel, this option is now available. Use the coupon SheYoga. That's S. H-E-Y-O-G-A, all big letters, to get one month free and tell the women and men you know and love about this stunning opportunity to develop a home yoga practice. SheQuest membership doors will open again in January, but until then, enjoy my yoga channel and say yes to moving, yes to connecting with your body, and yes to SheQuest. Now back to our ever-expanding conversation. Yeah, and we're so. Um, I I heard um, I forget the author, but it it touched me so much. I had never seen it like that. It was a quote that said, uh, "The soul is contained in the voice." Mm. And when I heard that, I was like, "Oh my god!" It makes so much sense. And that's when I started my my mantra practice um, because you know we're basically made of vibration. <laughs> so, <laughs> When you like sing, you're like basically like affecting those same vibration. And when you're, anyways, when you're singing, you're breathing more than when you're actually breathing. <laughs> um, and yeah. And so that's when I started like singing in like, and again, like I, I'm not, you know, I'm not a singer. I guess we're all singers. Um, and I found such a profound shift in, in both myself and my students. And I mean, and I don't do like songs like you is just like repetition, like, you know, we'll just sing be here now, be here now. And like, I'll sing with the kids. And it's so beautiful, Vanessa, like, you, you do this just like literally like a minute with them. And it stays with them. Like, yes. walk out and then like, after my like hour being with them, I hear it in the hallway, they're still singing. it. <laughs> yes. It's alive in them and you you brought that to them. And so here's an invitation to say, um, a singer is one who sings. Ugh. You know, a singer is, and I know you you believe this with painting too, right? And 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 yoga. And and so a singer is one who sings. And that it's as simple as that. And I know it's not simple always, but yeah, we all have this capacity to hold a song in some way, right? And share it, which is really magical <laughs> yeah, and a gift. I just want to go back a little because um, I want to talk about kind of that fragment that happened when you lost your sister. I Were you, because like I know when like I lost my son, like I was, I too, there was like this huge disconnect. Like I was having an out-of-body experience almost. And, but were you, was it a part of you that was like, and it's also different, but being yeah. just like, oh, I'm just so grateful I have art and I'm just so grateful I have yoga. Uh, or was it different for you where like, <laughs> like I felt like all this years behind me of practicing whatever that bit, like it led yes. me up to this moment in my life that was so pivotal, you know? Yes. So I had um, my first response 
you know, we got the phone call and, um, and I went into my closet and we had little kids, you know, my, my mother sister was with me and our four, we had four children at the breakfast table, you know, and we had to be mothers as well as experience this massive shock and loss. And I, I left and I went into my closet and shut the door and I was in darkness and I, and I felt Anna is her name. And I felt her and I said, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, and I voiced, that was the first thing I did. And my voice had me, you know, it was my companion. And so when I said that I stopped singing, it was like the public me just stopped singing. It was a divider of like, oh no, this is my space now to grieve any way that I want to. And it's not going to be pretty and it's not going to be, you know, this bird like um, performer bird. You know, I call myself the performer bird, that public persona that I had going at the time. Um, it was like, oh no, songs have me and my voice has me in this raw place and in this um, unedited place, which is a lifesaver, you know? So um, songs and writing, I did a lot of writing through all of my awakening periods and I still journal so, so much. And so, you know, voice comes in so many forms and sometimes it's silence and it's still voice, right? Even when it's that inner voice, silence holding me through that pain. So it wasn't, you know, I, I too, I love that you said that everything that you had learned and experienced brought you to that moment and carried you through the deepest grief. Yeah, there's nothing like it. I guess sometimes I come from like, if you were in front of somebody that like, had never sung before, I mean, maybe, maybe when they were a kid, like, how can we start like, like if we feel we're just, we're not a singer and how can we, how can we start building a relationship with like, mm-hmm our voice today like what's what would you like how how would we go about it when like so i'm i'm in that space so often Estelle. it's a, it's um it's so precious to be in front of someone who's who's waking up or curious or like oh i think i have a voice or or um there's that you can see it under the surface right right behind the eyes almost there's that longing and um so it's even like what i do with groups and people right away is we just like breathe and sigh (sighs) like even the sigh and hearing our own utterance of just that relaxed you know getting in a hot tub or or a yawn or like oh just letting go of the day through a through a sigh is an is a door um and the next step is humming and I, you know, I've been asking people to just maybe place your hands, maybe if it feels comfortable on your, on your throat, like on your larynx, or even on the back of your neck, below your head, and just humming a little like, you know, for as long as you want. And just experiencing like, oh my gosh, there's vibration in me, like I am made of sound. So it's simple these little steps that we take, but they're profound. Um, And then from humming, you know, it can move into like a song. What song is singing in you today? Is there a song from your childhood that's visiting you? Or like, you know, a song from when you were a teenager and you were with your friends dancing? You know how songs just kind of pop up in your life or in the car and the radio's on and you just feel overtaken by these songs that are just like this vehicle for you to 
dip your toe in your own expression. You said that about the humming because like when I, you know, it's always an invitation when I do mantra singing in class. Um, Because for some people, it's like really out there, right? And uh, and I do all I do all my mantras in English too, which yeah. I find it's it's like closer to people than like Sanskrit, let's say. Um, but I I feel secure because intuitively I was like I would say, mm. say to people if you don't want to sing it, just hum it. <laughs> I'm glad that you say that you say that. I was like, okay, I it's a, yes. it's a good thing as long as they hum or. You know, as long as they do something. But even do you um, do yeah. you believe that like, because sometimes I feel even just receiving, like when I was receiving your song, like that was healing me, you know? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. We're all, you know, um, there's an expression by my, one of my favorite voice teachers that I've never met, but she's my teacher and her name's Rhiannon. She wrote a book called The Vocal River. And, um, you know, and she describes that we're all part of the vocal river, like whether we're sounding or we're receiving, um, it's in us all. So I love that. And I also love that you can hum and no one knows that you're doing it. <laughs> Like, you know, you know, we can hum anywhere and no one really knows. And also, you know, we're in conversation and we have that response as a, as a people. Usually we're like, hmm, you know, to respond to someone, what they're saying. That's a way to be in our voice, right? We're priming our voice. And it's like we can embody ourselves in a music, like in a singing way with, without drawing a lot of attention to it. <laughs> yes. And I love, like, for me, like, being uncomfortable is literally the practice of yoga. Like, and I, I wasn't aware when I started looking, cause I, as you know, I mean, I mean, you conduct choral, but um, I just saw how uncomfortable it makes people to hear the sound of their own breath sometimes, like even the exile. And I realized, oh my God, you cannot yeah. own your voice if you cannot hear your voice, you know, if you cannot like really hear it. And sometimes like, tell me what you think about that. like. I listen to my own voice on a voicemail and I'd be like, that's me. <laughs> it's wild. Like, is that how I really sound? Like there's such a disconnect there. Do, do you want to talk about that? Like, yes, I'd love to talk about that. That's really common. That's a, it's a very, very um, common experience. I, I know I can relate to that too. And we experience, you know, physically we experience our voice because everything is very close together in our head, right? So our larynx is our vocal folds about the size of a dime are vibrating and creating this um, vibration and resonance through our whole head. And our ears are, are hearing us from the inside out almost right so we hear ourselves so differently and then when we get feedback from an external source like a recording or whatnot it it can feel like what <laughs> it's a totally different experience um and I think it's it's that invitation to oh like witness okay so I hear I'm gonna witness my voice inside and now I'm gonna witness it being played back for me with that compassion and that sense of like mercy almost you know Liz Gilbert talks about mercy for any creative act that we that we do, which I think talking and singing is so creative. So it's yeah, it's just like, oh, like a playmate, like how you'd how you'd greet a friend. Oh my gosh, that's how I sound today. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And be like, it's like accept it, you know, yeah. full on acceptance, you yeah. know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Oh, I love talking to you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um 
<laughs> what are, I mean, it's huge, kind of a loaded question, but what are the benefits of singing? You know, I love that um, there's so many benefits to singing, as I'm sure to yoga, right? They're so related. Um, and that the, the benefits that we get from singing are available to us, whether we're a trained singer or we're and like a complete amateur, which, you know, just singing as a, as a speaking sounding being, um, as you said, that breath, right? It's like we breathe deeper, we get more oxygen, um, in our bodies and, um, it's really nourishing. And I love, um, there's this expression that singing is like an internal cellular massage or a massage at the cellular level. Right. So, um, yeah, like we're moving all parts of us. We move ourselves physically by singing. We move our emotions by singing. We move our minds to new places and like bypass limitations, I think, when we sing. And we're moving our spirit, however you conceive of that beautiful, you know, thing we can't see, but we feel. Um, so there's that for sure. And then because we're breathing so deeply to the bottom part of our lungs, we're in that like all is well space. So we move out of the fight or flight or freeze space that we can so often find ourselves in, in this life as humans. Um, but singing and breathing deeply moves us past into this um, well of like all is well and I am here. So there's there's that. And singing with other people, I saw a study once of like, there's certain parts of our brain that light up when we sing. And when we're singing with another person, so two of us singing in harmony, like maybe other notes, right? Or even the same notes, different parts of our brain light up. And when you're singing with four parts, like harmony with everybody doing a different line, like so much of the brain is lit up. <laughs> So and involved. So I just I thought that was so amazing because there's something so connected and connective with joining our voice and finding belonging and harmony, like literal harmony with other humans. Um, there's nothing like it that I have found for myself to to like feel the sense of home and belonging. Um, and there's biology behind that too, right? So because we we release oxytocin, I believe it is, and then different endorphins when we're singing with other people. Um, and it's available to everyone, you know, who can utter a sound or receive a sound. It's just available all the time out there. Oh, as, you, as you're speaking there, I just, oh, when did we stop singing? Mm. You know, I my son is eight and he loves, like, he's so loud. <laughs> you know, it's always like opera singer, like I'm here. You know, like and like I don't want to like I'm not touching that yeah. from here. Like I know better now, or like even like three or four years old, like love to sing even when they play like by themselves. Yeah. Like when do you? When do you think we stop? No, I think permission is contagious. And I think that fear is contagious. And so it just takes one person's fear within themselves, right? And judgment within themselves to give um, a message to someone else, right? Of a shutdown or like um, we shut ourselves down. But also, you know, it, it can be very subtle when we're silenced and we can be silenced in different ways, right? And so... If, if, if I stop my utterance of my truth, 
or if I stop my utter utterance of like my whole exuberance or, or beauty or excitement or just emotion, then that starts to creep in and, and shut me down, you know, in other ways. And so I think that it's very easy and very common experience to stop singing or to say, oh, that's not for me. Or I just, I, I'm not a singer. I, my voice is not beautiful. Um, and what I've come to learn from reflection from beautiful, you know, friends in my circle is that all of my truth is beautiful. Even something I would consider ugly or a sound or like, a, you know, in our warmups, I get people to stick their tongues out, bug at their eyes and make these sounds. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's beautiful too. all of us yeah but it's it's contagious that's what I think that 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 closed in contraction of right um and and it's just and then and then it's so easy to feel that like oh maybe I should tone it down a bit you know, or, or only do what's acceptable. And, and um, yeah, in, in my life, I just, it's like, I almost have no patience for that anymore. <laughs> Cause I'm on the other side. I know how, how wonderful it feels. <laughs> um, I want to revert the conversation a bit more to you knowing a bit more about you. Um, I get so inspired knowing of mm-hmm. other uh, women's soul ritual and I'd love to know, like, do you have any, like, ritual you do every day, things that um, perhaps it's singing, but perhaps it's something else? Yes. So I, I, um, I'm really grateful for, for body, um, body practices that are um, very relaxing and um, just kind of helping me be in my well being. So I do stretches. I mean, I have done yoga in my life before. So I'm sure it's all integrated. So I, I just do really gentle stretches like on my mat and just being in my being in my body. Um, I really love I've just come back from Windhorse Farm from singing from the well retreat there with 30 women Um, it it was amazing um but you know and the singing together is amazing and then for me it's that going out into the woods and um sitting in the moss and sitting by the by this babbling brook rushing water um and touching trees and there's this quiet um and I may sing or I may not but it's this like being all right and totally enough and totally um yeah accepted just as I am as this like living being out in the woods so that's definitely a way to to um to just come home to myself and the the other thing I do is write so I'm writing and writing and writing and I'm part of a writing group um of five of us women and uh, and we always say there's a sixth like that we can't necessarily see um but that's that feeds my soul like every day I feel connected to that experience of writing my voice and being heard yeah and would you I love it all and would you um say that writing helps you singing Yes. You know what it's unlocked for me is poetry. I'm reading poetry in a way that like I almost never gave myself permission to read poetry before or and I'm writing poetry and sharing it with, you know, with these beautiful women in my group. And 
that's it's like a whole new world Estelle like it's I I'm so surprised I'm like what there's more (laughs) um yeah so I have a feeling that there's something new coming for me of writing and singing my own words I haven't done that really you know and shared it but I feel like that's maybe next for me you're just gonna become the poem Vanessa (laughs) oh my goodness that's beautiful oh thank you I think I stole that. It's like an actual quote. (laughs) When you were were saying that, I was like, you know, it was like a quote. It says like, um, I wanted to be a poet, but then I realized I was really the poem. Isn't that nice? And you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So I want to be a songwriter, but really I'm a song. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for that. I love it. Exactly. Um, okay. So the last little questions. There's just little quick questions. Um, are you ready? Are you? Ready? I am ready. <laughs> Do you have a favorite mantra, like a favorite saying, or? Yes. Um, one that's been coming to me is the way knows the way. Oh. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. It's a song. It's a quick little song by Lindsay Scott. Can I sing it? Is there time? Please sing it, please. Okay, just because it's such a gift. I I felt it was such a gift. So it sounds like this. You don't have to know the way. The way knows the way. You don't have to plan the way. Trust the way. Feel your way the way knows, the way knows, the way knows the way. Love that. I love that you do not have to know the way, the way is the way. Yes. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Amen. Would you have a favorite flower? Lilacs. What about, you've mentioned one book that I took a note of, The Vocal River, but do you have a favorite book that um, you would, we have like book club at Chiquest and all that, but um, is there one you're really, you just like, it's a bit of a Bible for you in regards to singing? Well, I I actually, I would say The Vocal River by Rhiannon. Um, Yeah, there are so many and I'm looking at Big Magic right now. Um, Liz Gilbert's book and also Mark uh, Nepo, um, The River of Light. Um, And it's, it's, um, it's all about self-expression. So I think it really, yeah, it sings really well of SheQuest and, and, um, and what you're doing. And it's filled with his teaching, but also poetry. So um, that's been my Bible for the last (laughs) month or two of reading Mark Nepo. Yeah. I love him. I love him. Yeah, it's a great book. <laughs> I love him. Yes. Yeah, great. I'll go get that for the holidays. And um, do you have, do you listen, do you listen to podcasts? Do you have a favorite podcast? No. Um, magic Lessons. I just keep going back to Liz's Magic Lessons. I listen to them. Oh, it's like fuel. <laughs> It really is. I yeah, I remember listening to that podcast and it was like really stepping stones for me, like in like in what I'm teaching even mm, now, you know? Yeah. yeah. Great. Um, and how about a favorite drink? Do you have a favorite drink? Water. I love water. <laughs> Nobody has ever said that. I love it. <laughs> it's like, aren't we 80% water? <laughs> 
yes. Yeah, I love water. <laughs> water is good. And to just finish a favorite treat or something. Chocolate. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, chocolate. Dark or milk? Oh, you know, um, I think dark. Yeah. To be specific, yeah. chocolate pudding pie. <laughs> My grandmother used to make that for me. So, yeah, it's like once a year. Yeah, I break me out some chocolate pudding pie. <laughs> Amazing. The more specific, the better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And... I guess I just have one last question and it's, it's a loaded one, but just say what's in your heart, um, which you have for the whole oh. time we've been speaking. Oh. Um, knowing what you know now about the power of self-expression and singing, what do you wish women to know about its magic? Oh my goodness. I think that it brings us to who we really are, um, that it's for us. And that um, you're allowed. You're just allowed. Uh, that permission mm -hmm. piece is so important. Yes. Oh, mm. yeah, Vanessa, where can we find you? Can we find you at your weekly um, You Gotta Sing? Or, and how can we support you? Oh, my you? goodness. So I do have a website, and the, the um, yougottasing.ca will get you there uh, to the website. So it's yougottasing.ca. And um, vanessapapillon.ca is the name of my, my website. And papillon is P-A-P-I-L-L-O-N. And both words mean butterflies. Vanessa Papillon .ca. and um, so I lead You Gotta Sing in Dartmouth on Monday nights and in Tantalon on Tuesday mornings and Halifax on Wednesday nights and I have a smaller really delicious um, singing group singing circle on Thursday afternoons in Halifax uh, and so that's my weekly practice leading four times a week and then I have these beautiful singing from the well retreats that right now it's an annual at Windhorse, but I feel like um, there's more brewing. So just, yeah, stay tuned, sign up for my newsletters. And um, can we, are those just drop-ins? Like, can we just, or we have you to can always drop or? in. I always, um, I think it's wonderful when you just feel that impulse and come on in, you're always welcome. Um, there are, you can register for, you know, sort of packages or seasons of songs. So yeah. that's always available too. Yeah. Oh, you are Thank such you. a delight. A gift I, I want to say and, one more um, thing, Estelle, because I'm so grateful to you. And on the night I met you, one of my friends in my writing group bought me your she cards and wow. I have a deck that I use every day. So I didn't say that, but that's part of my school ritual. And I brought them to the, the singing from the well this weekend and the women, it would, they were on out on a table and I could just see each woman as they pick, picked it up and got their card. They just lit right up. So thank you for those cards. And thank you for you because you are a gift to all of us. So thank you. Oh, thank you for sharing that. I had no idea you had a she deck. Yes, I have a she deck and I Yay. love it. Oh and my God. You got it for support because that's really why I created them for like groups to pick them and like alone when you're in the morning and just yeah. all of this is just perfect. Thank you for sharing that tidbit. And, and I'm so glad we persevered. You guys don't know this, but the recording stopped and we spent quite a bit 
been trying to, and I'm just so glad we persevered. It was so ironic yeah. that like my voice was suppressed by this microphone, <laughs> but we roared through it. She roars. <laughs> we, we sure did. She roars. That's right. And that's like hard for this month too, is the she roar. And she oh sings. Oh. She sings. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Namaste, Vanessa, thank you. Beautiful, namaste, Estelle. I love you. Thank you so much. I love you too. Bye. Bye.